Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one comforting page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, the Zir 15, we come across a bit of a, you know, good, warm, fatherly bit of sentiment. Have a listen. In the case of one who said, I am here by a Nazarite when I will have a son. And he added, I'm here by a Nazarite from now for 100 days. And he then began observing the 100 days of his Nazariteship. If a son is born to him up to 70 days from the start of his Nazariteship, he has not lost anything. He pauses from the observance of the Nazariteship of 100 days and observes the 30-day term for his son. He then completes the 30 or more days left of his initial Nazariteship. However, if his son is born after 70 days, this negates the first 70 days, and he must observe a full 100 days after he completes the Nazariteship for his son. The reason is that here he is unable to merely complete the remaining days of his initial Nazariteship after shaving the completion of the Nazariteship for his son. Since shaving cannot be performed after a period of less than 30 days. Now, this has all the components of a story that is just perfectly appealing to me. Shaving, or lack thereof, having sons and daughters and children, and, you know, flirting with spirituality with this great, big, powerful Nazarite vow. Yet I have to confess, the math here made me a bit woozy. I didn't fully understand the significance of the 30 days, 70 days, 100 days. So I did what any rational person would do. I picked up the phone and I called my teacher and yours, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute joy. And I always was fascinated by this Mishnah because it tells us the story about a future parent. Uh, it could be a, a father or a mother who has an expected child and they want to take a Nazirus oath. They want to take a Nazarite oath. And to me, it brought to mind one of the most foundational stories related to being a Nazir that we may touch upon along the lines of this tractate, but it was so important and it stands out so much. And that is the story that is worth reading if you take out your Tanakh, your Bible, which has the book of Judges, and you turn to the 13th chapter of Judges, tells the story of the most famous Nazir, namely Samson. Shimshon, Samson the great warrior, and of course the story of Delilah, and this tells the story of his parents. And it's so interesting because they have the story where it tells of his father, Samson's father's name was Manoach, and his wife had a vision where an angel came to his wife and said, I want your child to become a Nazir. And his wife goes and tells Manoach, and we actually read this in the Haftorah in Shul if you pay attention. His wife goes to Manoach and says, oh, I got this amazing news. We're going to have this child, and the child is destined, needs to become a Nazir. And Manoach's response is almost bizarre. He looks at his wife and says, you got to take me to this angel. I, I got to hear it directly from the angel. And it's like so strange if an angel told me to do anything, certainly to become a Nazir, like I would take it at their word. I would certainly trust my spouse about this. I wouldn't need to go and speak to the angel directly. Why was this his reaction? Why couldn't Manoach 
just believe his wife and say, oh, that makes sense or that, that I, I, I guess that's what we're doing. That's where we're raising him. That's what school they're sending. If someone's spouse came home and says, honey, an angel came to me and said we're sending our kid to this and this private school or this and this, uh, this, and this camp, you wouldn't be like, I got to hear this straight from the angel. You'd probably sign up uh, and fill out your application on the spot. So why is Manoach not taking his wife at her word? And I believe the answer is, is so beautiful. It's something that I heard in the name of Rav Shimon Schwab. And he says something so remarkable about education itself and about the way parents relate to children. Of course Manoach believed his wife that his child should be a Nazir. Why did he go to the angel? Because he didn't believe that he was tasked to raise a child from birth, Samson, to be a Nazir, and he himself would not have to role model that and be a Nazir as well. Manoach could not believe that you would be able to raise a child with certain commitments, with certain observances, and a parent themselves not also accept it and role model it for that child. And if you read the story, he goes to the angel, and this time the angel says, you know what, Manoach? You're right. If you want to raise a successful Nazir, if you want to raise this future Samson to be a warrior, you too need to role model those observances. And to me, this story is about parenting in general, where if you want to be able to cultivate commitments, loyalty, passion in the lives of children, there's no way to undertake those commitments unless you embody them themselves in your own life. I love that so, so much. Rabbi David Bishopkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoyed the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Roske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Thank you.